0: Happy Friday, ladies and gentlemen. We made it once again to the end of another week. You are tuned into Benzinga's daily Stocks to Watch podcast, a place where each trading day you can get at least five trading ideas. Today, we got more like seven ideas to end your week. Today is Friday, March 10th, 2023. Mike, how is the end of your week going, sir?
1: It is going good, Brenty. It's uh, It's a beautiful fr- I'm not getting any snow out here yet, so I'm sure it's coming, though.
0: It's coming for you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. It was. It's not super crazy in Metro Detroit. We were supposed to get like six inches of snow, four to six inches, and we got about two so far. But still, I'm ready for a snowball fight in my neighborhood. After we record the podcast, I'm going to run outside and chuck some snowballs at some neighborhood kids.
1: Heck yeah. You got the hat on ready and everything. I'm ready to
0: go. I'm running. I'm, right when we're done, I'm running out there.
1: <laughs> Just rip the headset off. All right, we're
0: going. <laughs> All right, folks. We're going to end the week on a strong note here. We got a good handful of stocks for you. We're going to start with a quick preview of our list, and we're going to jump into each of these a little further. And guess what? We forgot yesterday. Oh my gosh. To do our bonus yeah. material. So we'll we'll do it today. If you were wondering what the bonus material was yesterday, very sorry that we totally forgot about it yesterday. We will get to it at the end of our list today. Our first stack, Meta Platforms, M-E-T-A. Stock to Watch 2, Charles Schwab, S-C-H-W, probably our most discussed stock that I've seen here this morning and like later yesterday. Stock to Watch 3 is XPeng, X-P-E-V. Stock to Watch 4 is Amdox, D O X. And our last stock for the day, for the week, is Hut Eight Mining. Its ticker H-U-T. A A little report going on in meta platforms from overnight. Mike, why don't you give us a quick walkthrough of this report? It's catching some investor attention here today.
1: Yeah, let's do it, Brenty. So, meta stock to watch number one, and this is uh, sort of had the subheading: Is this the Twitter replacement we've been waiting for? Now, I don't know about what? you, but intriguing. I, I... Oh, say it again.
0: I said intriguing. Yeah, it is intriguing. Maybe. It's
1: like, yeah, okay. And then I've I've read most of, I've kind of gone through it a couple times. I'm like, I'm not sure. I don't know. I, I don't know if it is the Twitter replacement we've been waiting for. Because it <laughs> sounds like, and this is a little behind the scenes. You know, we were talking a little bit beforehand. And I want to hear your thoughts about it. But it's like, I think that, I feel like Facebook is kind of already a, a decentralized uh, text-based social network. So I'm a little, yeah. I'm frankly a little confused as to what this could mean.
0: So let's take like a, a, a step or two back here. This was a report from a place called The Platformer. The Platformer got an exclusive, they said, email from meta platforms describing what they are calling a, quote, decentralized text-based social network. That seems kind of like the the gist of this report. You read the subhead, Mike, about Twitter replacement. We were like, I... Read just like Mike saying. I read through the report and I was like, I don't, I don't see what is the difference here. Like a text based social network. I was like, you know, isn't Facebook already text based? Like, yeah, there you can put pictures and stuff on Facebook, but I didn't really see the difference. Obviously, Instagram, which is owned by Meta Platforms, is different. It's you know very largely. Uh, picture base and the text component is is a caption right um you had a point mike about the character limit on twitter versus facebook
1: yeah yeah the one thing i think the one thing that really stands out as a difference between the two is the character limit so twitter is more like uh like it's more like a chunk of thought that gets thrown out whereas facebook seems to be like more curated, more life sure. event type things, like, oh, I just went to this cool opera or something like that, or I just did this. It seems more like a curated way to share what's going on with your life. I don't I don't know. I don't, I almost frankly take this as kind of kind of I don't know. I don't know if I would take this as great news because I think this cool. comes with, okay if Meta's now trying to trying to do something along the lines of a new Twitter. It's like what's what's going on with their metaverse stuff? Like how many different projects are they
0: Interesting. On, interesting yeah thanks for sharing that that angle to it yeah we're gonna you know this is something that i think we wanted to make sure is on your radar it, it seems kind of nebulous and sparse right now and and that's okay we'll we'll follow this as more details develop but you know talking about a new social network for somebody as big as meta platforms i think is something that you you want to just be aware of even if it's you know not a ton of details right now Sack to Watch 2 is Charles Schwab, SCHW. Shares were down nearly 13% to close yesterday's session. Mm -hmm. According to Morgan Stanley, the downside was related to a couple things. There was like a 5 million share block trade. That's about $600 million in total. And Morgan Stanley said this, they called this a block sale, which isn't something, I usually like to refer to it as a block trade, but they refer to it as a block sale. They Mm -hmm. also said there was some concerns from investors about, quote, cash sorting slash deposit withdrawal concerns. And this has been a concern for a couple other banks. These Morgan Stanley analysts highlighted in a note today. Despite this, you know, block sale and the cash sorting slash deposit withdrawal concerns, Morgan Stanley called the sell-off yesterday, and it's continuing here today, this morning, overdone. We always want to look for those kind of dramatic comments when an analyst is saying a sell-off is is overdone or uh, some upside is, is too much. Those are opportunities for you as investors and traders, ladies and gentlemen. Morgan Stanley still has the equivalent of a buy rating on Schwab. Uh, keep that in mind as you're looking at this one today. Like I said in the quick preview list, there's a lot of investors talking about this this news item in Charles Schwab or you know, quote news item in Charles Schwab from yesterday and kind of bleeding mm-hmm. over today.
1: Might be interesting to see if we see, you know, sometime in the in the future, if we see a a hedge fund listed. Oh, this was this was actually a big trade that we did. We pulled out a
0: yeah, that, that, like that can happen. That can absolutely mm-hmm. happen. So yeah, good good little like warning to look out for a potential headline coming down the pipe, Mike.
1: Stock to watch number three: We got Xpeng, ticker XPEV, and this is one of the big Chinese manufacturers of electric vehicles. And they're going to be reporting their quarterly earnings on Friday of next week. But definitely one to watch, um, as we've seen a number of the big Chinese names. Neo, another big one. Um, they're always making moves in that market. They're they're being pretty successful. We've, we've had Tesla a lot on the lists recently about how they had the price cuts in China, and then it wasn't quite working. And some of the Chinese companies were doing price increases and still doing okay. So there's a lot of, a lot of stuff going on. So if you're at all in the electric vehicle industry, definitely a stock to watch.
0: Good color there, Mike. Our fourth stock to watch is Amdox DOX. We're keeping the generative AI theme going here today. This is yet another way to gain exposure to that theme, uh, a specific stock to gain exposure to that theme, but also kind of like an industry, like a sub-industry, a sub-sector that you can look at to potentially gain some more exposure to this, you know, Probably the, the the trendiest, if you will, theme that we have on Wall Street right now, at least for traders, and you know around the world, kind of like in mainstream media for that matter. Uh, analysts at Oppenheimer yesterday there was a note we were highlighting some ideas from that note yesterday. We can still pull ideas out of that note from yesterday. I like to keep you know a lot of at least from the sell side. Uh, a little you know disclaimer for the podcast move- moving forward when you hear us talking about sell side coverage, most of the time it's from like the the morning session of the day we're doing the podcast or the afternoon session from like yesterday. We really like to keep you know references to these sell side research as timely as possible today we're pulling back. Uh, you know, some ideas from, like, a couple days ago, I think that's okay because the importance of this theme and also, you know, the variety of ways you can cover this theme. Oppenheimer liked Amdocs because they said that the company has niche data sets that could be used in generative AI, meaning those generative AI platforms like ChatGPT and OpenAI, gobbling up those data sets and using it to get smarter and, uh, you know, better answers, etc. cetera. They also mentioned a couple other in this niche data set space, variant VRNT and also nice systems. That's N I C E a couple stocks. We're going to keep this theme going, ladies and gentlemen on the podcast. This is a good way to gain some exposure.
1: Definitely a valuable, I think, explainer there too. Of You know, you don't want to, you don't want to get too far behind on yeah. looking at analyst coverage from a long time ago, but if there's some really valuable insights, and there are, especially especially in the generative of AI, it's becoming so big that I think I totally agree. And that it's such sure. a unique spot to be in. These companies with these huge data sets and huge, just a massive amount of data. It's like, I know people have been talking about data as the new oil for a while, but maybe it's going to be becoming even more true.
0: I like that. I haven't things. heard that, Mike. I like oh, that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. That's a dream. Yeah,
1: it's, it's it's the the lubricant for the whole economy. It's-
0: I mean, I get it. It's great. It works.
1: <laughs> Stock to watch number five is Hut 8 Mining, ticker HUT, <clears throat> And this is a play in the cryptocurrency mining space. And news today showed a regulator clear the company's merger with USBTC. And in Benzinga Pro's lounge chat, uh, one trader was saying they were taking a lotto trade on Hut 8 Mining at current levels. I don't actually know what that means. What is a lotto trade, Brenty?
0: Yeah, good good question. So, you know, kind of effectively means like maybe just had a little little extra cash. Maybe they had like, you know, a successful trade yesterday or earlier this week where they felt the, the trader felt. I'm just making this up. I don't know if this is their specific situation, but maybe they had an extra 20 bucks, 100 bucks. And they just said, like, I'm just going to throw a quick 100 bucks at this and and see what happens. Maybe maybe buy it and and kind of forget about it a little bit or maybe kind of see how it plays out. Next week if the trade doesn't go in this trader's favor, they're just, they're just going to get rid of it and say, ah, "I just, I, you know, I lost 60 bucks or whatever. Don't really mind." Does that huh. make sense?
1: Like buying a lottery ticket and then you're just like, "Oh, there you
0: what? go." Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And uh oh, hold on, one sec. Uh hello? Oh, yes. Yeah, okay. We will talk about the thing from yesterday. Yes. Okay. We're gonna do that right now. Okay. Thank you for the reminder. Okay. Love you. Bye. Is that your own Powell? (laughs) That was my that was my my Jerry phone. Okay. He called called me on my yeah, Jay Powell he called me on my banana phone. (laughs) So so what we had some bonus, a little like bonus follow-up that we wanted to do yesterday, right? What was that related to Mike?
1: Yes, if anyone if any of our listeners or watchers knew what it was and was disappointed, I'm incredibly impressed because it was pretty, pretty niche. But earlier in the week, we were talking about the GE General Electric Investor Day, which took place yesterday morning. And I was talking about how I'm an investor in GE and I'll be, I'll be watching GE for yesterday was one of the few big names in the market that was up. <laughs> and uh, on a yeah. kind of a rough day at the end of the day, GE did pretty darn well. Uh, At the start of the investor day, they shot up in the the market session all the way up to almost $95 a share, um, which was, I believe, was the 52-week high. So GE actually made its new 52-week high yesterday uh, during the investor day, down a little bit, um, but still uh, up way above where it was on the 8th, which was about $86 a share. Uh, So the investor day was definitely a success, frankly, more than I was expecting um, there was a lot of really solid response to it. They talked a lot about some very interesting technical details on their jet engines and ge aerospace and a lot of cool stuff that people in the industry i'm sure really appreciated uh so it was a It was a very solid investor day, I would say, and successful for the stock too
0: what was could you give like one highlight from some of the you know aerospace or you know maybe like military application? Uh, yeah, that yeah. They discuss like give us like one quick highlight. Something yeah, that there was a really, really interesting
1: highlight where they were going through these new plans on especially like hypersonic engines and ramjets and scramjets, where they're really investing in uh, cutting edge technologies that you know we've heard a lot about. Uh, at least if you're watching the defense industry and if you're watching international politics, there's a lot to do about hypersonic technology. So that's like hypersonic okay. missiles that could theoretically, you know, there's no real way to easily defend against a missile that's going a mile a second. It's insane.
2: So that was something
1: that China announced and Russia announced and the U.S. was kind of behind on. So it's very, very interesting to see these big companies theoretically catching up or even innovating more than uh, what's already out there. So I think that was an important highlight is they're investing in uh, bleeding edge technology.
0: Awesome. Thanks for the bonus idea here to end the week. Uh, glad that we have your perspective as an investor in GE. You were tuned into that, that investor day. You know Some good insight that maybe a, a more casual investor in GE or a trader of GE wouldn't be able to get. So thank you, sir. All right, folks. That is going to wrap it up for us this week. I hope everyone has a strong day, just like we had a strong day on the podcast, to close out their market week. Good luck out there Everyone have a lovely weekend. We will, of course, be back with you for more editions of Benzinga's Daily Stock Swatch podcast next week.
1: Have an awesome weekend, guys. We'll catch you Monday.
2: Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right. News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day.